good morning, good afternoon, and good night, listeners. You're listening to Shit's Weird Bro. Whatever time of day it is, we're coming at you. And today, we're bringing you yet another chilling mystery. So grab a cup of cocoa, gather around the fire, and let Scoutmaster Chris and Canteen Boy Kyle tell you about the chilling story of Dyatlov Pass. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? I see what you did The Canteen Boy? Yeah. Yeah. Get over here, Canteen Boy. Keep me warm by the fire. Get your sweet So I don't die of hypothermia like six of the nine hikers at Dyatlov Pass. Don't worry. I'll cuddle up with you. So the reason we give a shit about the Dyatlov Pass incident is because... Not just because nine hikers died in the mountains, but it's how they died. Uh, Six of them died of uh, supposed hypothermia, but they died really scattered out. Like they were running from something or I I have no idea. And then uh, four of them were found in a ravine with three of them having like really, really bad injuries. But... Apparently, in 1959, they ruled it due to um, a natural force. Natural. Because there, there was an absence of a guilty party. Mm. Okay. So, they're basically, we don't know what the fuck's happening. Uh, our hands are tied. It's done. Like, pressured to close the case, basically. Yeah, they're just trying to absolve their... Uh... I, I I don't know the right word. They're just trying to get done with it. Exactly, it. yeah. Uh, sweep, yeah. uh, sweep it under the rug That's maybe? it There you go Is that it? Couldn't figure the analogy out God damn it So the Dyatlov Pass incident Obviously refers to these nine uns- unsolved deaths 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 Shut up <laughs> And they took place in Russia uh, Between February 1st and 2nd in 1959 In Russia Mother Russia It was yes. the Soviet Union at the time Yes Da yes. Da so these are experienced hikers. Uh, they established camp on the slopes. Jesus, on the slopes of a mountain. I'm not gonna uh, name the mountain because it's very difficult for me. It's very Russian, but I'll give it a shot. Kolat, Seattle. That's pretty good. Kolat, Seattle. Yes. Mm, okay. So Kolat, um, Seattle. So the area would then be named. In honor of the group's leader, Igor Dyatlov, giving it the name Dyatlov Pass. Right? I so like the Igor. It, yeah. that's a, that's there's like name. four Igors in the group, so it's pretty ridiculous. There's not much creativity I have in a list. I have a list of the hiking names, and I can't pronounce anything except Igor Dyatlov. I can barely pronounce Dyatlov. So the crazy thing uh, about this story, listeners, is that during the night, something caused these hikers to tear their way out of their tents from the inside, not open the tent and leave, like tear their way out and then flee the campsite. But they had no shoes and were in their underwear. They tore. They didn't have like knives or like they tore. Well, they're like they could have been tore by a knife or they just. Ripped through so it. So some shit went down. Something had to have gone uh, down. Yeah, but there was heavy snowfall and sub-zero yeah. temperatures. And they left with no shoes and no clothes. Very mysterious. Yeah. So. They, it just sounds like they're dumb to me. Like They're why? not dumb, though, because each each member of the group was an experienced grade two hiker. And grade three was the, the maximum grade you could yeah. have in the Soviet Union at the time. 
which they would have gotten their cer- certification when they got back, but they would never return. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, actually, they, you, man? oh man, you're so all you're pumped up. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get my grade three, and then some crazy shit happens. You're like 24. You're like, yeah, I'm going to be a grade three hiker, and then next year I'm going to do Everest, man. Just full of gumption, or whatever the Russian version Dude, of the Californian yeah. is. I well, I don't think they can leave the country at the time. So it's yeah, they're not they're not uh, they're not climbing Everest. I don't oh, believe. that's right, it's the yeah. Soviet Union. Yeah, they're stuck. Um, Either way, well, the grade three certification it requires you to traverse 190 miles. Jesus. So so they were going 190 their goal, miles. Their goal was 6.2 miles north of where they died. That sucks. Like that. <laughs> so you you got 180 like two miles in, and you're just like yep done <laughs> like oh that's horrible so fucking close dude and horseshoes then, and hand so, grenades so the route that they were on was considered category three which is the most difficult so it's the sketchy part of the past it's a really yeah, yeah. sketchy part um uh so the group consisted of eight men and two women and they were all around their 20s except for one one of the hikers is in his like early 30s that sounds that but, sounds like a good time for the guys, and not, so, not great so much time for, the women, for the women. Unless they, I mean, they're Russian women. They're they, they're tough sons they're of bitches. Strong. They're very strong. I wrestle bear for breakfast. Um, one of the hikers, one of the Yuri's, would leave the expedition. <laughs> one of the Yuri's. There's, there's two one of the Yuri's, Yuri's. One of the Igor's. Four Igor. I don't know. One of the Yuri's would leave the expedition early due to an illness. Uh, he turned back a day into the journey. Um, the remaining nine would continue on the trek, and then on February 1st, they began to move through the pass. Uh, the group planned to go over the pass and make camp for the next night on the opposite side, but due to bad weather, like a lot of snowfall and stuff, yeah. they lost their direction and deviated west toward the mountain that I mentioned, Colat- Seattle. That's it. Seattle. They went towards Seattle. They went <laughs> on to Seattle. Yep. <laughs> Uh, when the group realized their mistake, they decided to set up camp on the slope of the mountain. Uh, even though a mile downhill, there's a forested area, which would have gave them a lot more protection from the elements. Well, that doesn't sound very grade two to me. Well, that seems like more of a grade one decision. That's, uh, that's a, a rookie mistake. That's what it sounds like. No, I don't know about you, but in I think... fact, uh, Yuri, the guy that turned back. He said that they they set up camp on the slope so that they because they didn't want to give up the altitude they gained. But in the grand scheme of things, 180 some odd miles you've already I mean, hiked. I'm sure Is now what one, after what happened I they would have rather went to the forested now. area. But don't you think 1 mile is not that much? When you're considering considering going like 100 and what 60, what did I say? Yeah. One mile is minute compared to what they've already gone. You said 180 some, 196, I think it was. 100. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I think it was 196. I got it. I got it. 190. 190. They were 6.2 miles away from their goal. So they're at 184 miles. One mile wouldn't have mattered that much. Yeah, I guess so. In hind, in hindsight, you can be Captain Fucking Hindsight right now and be. I love being Captain Hindsight. Uh, whatever. See what I would have done. So I would have gone down to the bottom of the pass. <laughs> and not died? Exactly. That seems very uh, grade three of you, Kyle. 
Little do you know I am a grade three hiker. Well, anyway, they make this mistake on February 1st. So that night, or they camped out there for a couple of nights. I'm not sure what happened. But the bad stuff happened. They were having a mountain orgy as well. And they didn't make it to their goal. So they didn't, nobody heard back. So around February 20th, they started a search. And on February 26th, uh, the researchers found the group's abandoned and badly damaged tent. Um, the campsite was very strange and baffled the search party. The student who found the tent said the tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind. It doesn't make any sense. So investigators had concluded that the tent had been cut open from the inside, so there was a knife. Okay. Because tearing it open sounds a little extreme. Yeah, it's very grade one. Yeah. yeah. It's a grade very one grade one. Everybody knows if you're trying to be grade three, you got to carry a knife. Or you just zip open the tent like a normal person. You stay calm under pressure. That's what happens. And you open the damn tent. They were not calm, but they must have been under pressure. Something. Speaking of pressure... Oh, we'll get there later. My bad. I thought we were further along than we were. Jesus. Uh, eight or nine sets of footprints could be followed out of the tent, leading down toward the edge of a nearby a nearby wood. Like I'm from England. A single wood. A single. That, 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 so they got found by a tree. Uh, leading down toward the edge of nearby woods. Ah. On the opposite side of the pass. However, 500 meters... Uh, after 500 meters, these tracks were covered with snow. At the edge of the forest, searchers found the remains of a small fire and the first two bodies. The two guys, two of these Wait, guys. So, so they got they get down those two guys, and they they have the presence of mind after being woken up in the middle of the night or whatever the hell happened. They make a fire to try to stay alive in their underwear. Yes, uh, in uh, fact, the two were found shoeless and dressed only in their underwear. Just sitting in the snow with the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Undies. <laughs> like, I yeah. bet you they stayed real warm with that fire. Well, uh, there was actually a tree right next to them, and the branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high. So I'm thinking that they climbed up to look for where, camp because the the conditions were so bad that they couldn't see where they were going. And that that's pretty far. 500 meters, dude? Sounds to me like they were scared or something. That, well, yeah. It sounds like something was chasing them. Obviously. That's why we're fucking covering this cloud's goddamn mystery. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. But I, I don't see them climbing up the tree to find where everybody's at. I think something was after them. And they're like, shit. Oh, you think they climbed up the tree to get away from something? Yeah, yeah. Like a werewolf, yeti type deal maybe foreshadowing who's to say af um (laughs) between this tree and the camp searchers found three more corpses uh the so now total body counts up to five there were nine total um the three other four (gasps) the three corpses uh including the group's leader diatlov seem to have died in poses which suggest they were attempting to get back to the tent uh, they were found separately at distances of 300 meters, 480 Wait. meters, and 630 meters from the tree. Were they frozen like popsicles? Like they saw them like running? 
I'm they're assuming just they're like in a up. crawling uh, type mm. because once you're, I mean, when you start getting hypothermic, he starts slowing down. He's probably like you probably can't really walk. Your legs are all jello. Yeah. So, but wouldn't that that'd be hilarious if the researchers or investigators? Nothing about this is hilarious. Well, some people may say it's hilarious. I assume some of our listeners would. But if the researchers or investigators are trying to figure out what happened and there's just three guys on their way back to camp, like frozen in like a walking position, just like popsicles. Like, like you the, see in, like in the like, grandpa from Mr. Deeds? Yeah, like you see like in comedy movies. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it just stuck upright. That would be kind of What funny. happened here? Um. So that's five, right? Uh hypothermia yep five cinco so searching for the remaining four uh would take more than two months they're found on may 4th so from february 26th to may 4th and they that's when they found the four other bodies under four meters of snow and in a ravine 75 meters further into the woods from that tree that they seem to measure everything from Okay. So these four were better dressed than the others. So they had clothes on other than They were like underwear. suited and booted. They but they're like going to a black tie event. Or I something? assume because these um like these four bodies contained two of the two women. Uh, maybe they had more clothes they, on. Women are always more prepared. And the uh the men probably gave yeah. you know a little chivalrous yeah. and gave their Women are always more to prepared them. to like well, we need a jacket. <laughs> That's <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not going to address that. Uh, there were also signs that those who died first relinquished their clothes to the others. So maybe it's not chivalry. Maybe they just fucking Them died. damn women. It's taking everything yeah, we got. Yeah, so uh, one of the men was wearing one of the women's fur coat and hat, which must have been kind of funny on site. <laughs> uh, while one of the women's foot was wrapped in a piece of one of the men by the fire, uh, their pants Mm. so they're like trying to survive obviously um so after after finding the first five bodies a medical examination found no injuries which might have led to their deaths and it was eventually concluded that all of the first five died of hypothermia however an examination of the other four bodies found in may shifted the narrative so three of the four sounds like bullshit right like Three of the four had fatal injuries. So one had major skull damage and the other two had chest fractures. But the fourth one, it was hypothermia also. Skull damage and chest fractures. Right. Two two with chest fractures, one with skull damage. Mm. I also would like to know like the height. Like did it all happen at the same time? What do you mean? Like if if yeah. uh, one person's head aligned with the other two's chest, like if there was something that caused it, uh, like they got bored one night and like, like well, there's broken tree branches. They might have just yeah, let's just joust. started a fight. No, they're let's not just, jousting with just, tree branches. Let's in the just snow. run at each other. We'll run at each other in our underwear and we'll joust. Well, when you're hypothermic, things start to go fuzzy and weird. You're not thinking straight. They weren't might... hypothermic. Well, they might have been hypothermic know. in the tent. You don't I'm know. not sure. And then that's why they ripped themselves out. I don't know about that one, but you, you never know. Something had to have happened for them to rip out, but I mean, I think running full speed into somebody with no pads can cause that. 
Well, so about the chest fractures and the skull damage, uh, this type of damage, um, the force that requ- required to cause that type of damage would have been extremely high, like a like a car crash or something. That's a lot bigger than you running at each other with sticks. Yeah, unless you're in running real fucking fast. Well, in you're snow. in the snow. I highly doubt. Depends on the size of the stick, I guess. Ooh. You know what I mean? That's what she said. So the bodies had no external wounds related to their bone fractures, as if they'd been subjected to a high level of pressure. However, major injuries were found on uh, Dabunina, one of the women, who was missing... I was hoping her name would be like Beth or something. You got Igor, you got... Yes, my name is Beth. Yeah, and you just got Beth. No. No, they're all ridiculously Russian names. Yeah. Um, Devunina. So her tongue, eyes, and part of her lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of skull, were missing. But she was also face down uh, near a creek. So that could be just part of that. But are you sure that they... But... Are you sure that they all died at the same time? Well, they all died around the same time. I mean, four of them were found together. Uh, three of them were found together. Two of them were found together. They, I mean, they could have died at varying times. Yeah. What if a couple of guys in that group got a little hungry and Devonina's already dead? So they were like, let's go for the tongue and the eyes it's, and the lips. Yeah. It's muscle. It's all meat. No. The lips aren't. No, I was going to say. Is. <laughs> Maybe there were zombies. Do you the eat skull the eyes was first? Gone. Uh, I'm not eating that. I'm eating the tongue first. That's what I'm saying. Um, She had extensive skin maceration on the hands. Don't ask me what it is. Maceration, I'm assuming, is kind of like lacerations, but Russian. But I want to ask. Okay, ask me. What's maceration? I don't know. Oh. Also, some residual radiation was found on three of the deceased hikers. Ayo! Radiation? Did they get x-rays? Some shit? Uh, no, I'm assuming, uh, some kind of nuclear, uh, radiation or some kind of contact like nuclear. something like that. What about, what about aliens? Well, it's also, it's 1959, so you gotta figure there's a yeah, space race. Roswell just happened. There's, oh yeah, fuck. Oh, yeah, who's fucking aliens, man? You are the alien expert. Bro. Uh, on the panel. Bro. Goddamn aliens. There's one of fact. reoccurring theme in everything related aliens, and it's radiation. Crop Could that circles, also be radiation. because you want it to relate to aliens? No, it's not confirmation bias at all. <laughs> so, so what happened? Aliens came down. They wanted to do that. I mean, they abduct people all the time and do these weird experiments. You know what I mean? Maybe they're just trying to stir some shit up. All right, let's look at the facts. All right, so there's no survivors. Aliens. Um, six are dead of hypothermia. Aliens. Three are dead of fatal injuries. Aliens. No indication of other people nearby. Aliens. Tent was opened from the inside. Aliens scared them. Group members left in the tent on their own and on foot. Aliens hover. Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, a source uh, then... 12 years old, Yuri Kuntsevich <coughs> attended five. What? I had beer. It almost came out my nose. Because I said Kuntsevich? Yes. I want that last name. I don't. That's very unfortunate. Like, 
And then his first name's Yuri. Yuri's okay. So Yuri okay. cuts a bitch. <laughs> that's made up, dude. That's no, so, it's a that's real name. A, no, that's made up. No, it's real. He's a Yuri Kuntsevich. Yuri Kuntsevich? Maybe they tried to church it up a little bit. Maybe there was somebody out there that didn't like this kid. And they edited whatever article this is and said, he's a Kuntsevich. Uh, I, I get... All of my material from reliable sources, so that's impossible. I'm just saying, what if somebody didn't like him? Maybe the author of this article, and he says he's a Kuntsevich. Anyway, that then he was 12 years old, which was 1959. So now he's like old. So he he attended five of the hikers' funerals and recalled that their skin their their skin. Their skin had a deep brown tan. <laughs> I thought you were saying they're skiing. I don't know. <laughs> they were all skiers. So I, I thought they were hikers. Yeah, the ski hikers. It's ah, like a, yeah. like cross country skiing. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, like the biathlon in the Olympics. Right. Or the Norwegian drive by as I call it. So yeah, deep brown tan on their skin, which is weird because if you die of hypothermia you're usually like blue or like really fucking pale. I don't know about you, but have you ever been skiing yes. i'm very yes i took you skiing for your very first time yeah you did i'm very pale and i get sunburned every time i go skiing does that make your skin turn brown or fucking red at first red but they've been out there for four months yeah under snow yeah they're on ice yeah all of them were under Shh, snow keep going all right god so... damn it <laughs> So another group of hikers, uh, about 30 miles south of the incident, reported they saw strange orange spheres. Aliens. In the sky on the night of the incident. Uh, but these sightings, they're not noted in the original investigation. Aliens, in they always cover these things up. They cover up everything. Um, also, uh, I think one of the hikers, uh, Semyon Zolot. Let's just go with Igor. Uh, one of the hikers, their DNA analysis didn't match any of the existing relatives of like that name. So there's suspicion that another person was hiding under that name. What if he was an alien? He had been abducted. Uh huh. And they messed Changed with his, his DNA. DNA. Oh fuck! They messed with his DNA. Nah, like you're starting to convince me, and you need to Dude, calm down. Just saying. You are just saying. Just saying. Because you had nothing else to say. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> that's uh, not true. So there's a lot of theories as to what may have happened that night. As you know, one of them, aliens. Of course. But the most popular ones are Avalanche, Yeti, military. I like the Yeti. I like the Yeti, too. We'll get there later. But that's just Keep as going. easy as aliens. It's like, mm, what no. if? It's a little bit more, pop- a little bit more, uh, a little bit more to it. Um, well, let's, uh, get the conventional one out of the way. So I'm going to shit all over the avalanche theory. It's bullshit. So problems with the avalanche theory are the location of the incident has no signs of avalanche. Avalanche, uh, would have left like debris over like a big wide area. Debris. But like everything was pretty spick and span. There was also footprints and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it would have covered up the footprints. I mean... And then the bodies that were found uh, in shallow layers of snow, if there was an avalanche they that was big enough to deep. sweep away the other four, 
then they would have been swept away too. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've always seen I've seen videos of avalanches and mm-hmm. they they're very destructive. Oh, they would have caused way more serious injuries to those hikers, not to uh, mention the you, damage to the surrounding tree line. Don't, that sounded scripted, Christopher. What? <laughs> I have notes, okay? I'm allowed to. But yeah, We're talking it, for no, 30 it, minutes. No, I need it, to have some stuff it would be, prepared. It would be, don't touch my feet. I'll play footsies with Good you if I want Lord. to, Kyle. Anyways, yeah, if it was an avalanche, there'd be way more snow. There wouldn't be anybody's buried under shallow layers. It would be a couple of meters. Right, and then check this out. So over 100 expeditions to the region since, uh, none reported conditions that might even create an avalanche. And... An analysis of the terrain, the slope, and the incline indicates that even if there were a specific avalanche in the area, the actual trajectory of the avalanche oh. would have missed the tent It would have entirely. been funneled somewhere else. Yeah, it, it would have completely missed the tent. So there would be no... And they're experienced yeah, yeah, hikers, yeah, so there's yeah. no reason to cut them away. Level 2. Who made a lot of level 1 mistakes? Uh, Just saying. Anyway, avalanche theory, boom, roasted. Yep. Uh, the Yeti theory, I, I don't fucking know, man. Dude. Dude. Okay. Dude. I'm, I'm gonna, hey, dude. I'm gonna get on this. But what about the footprint thing? Okay. So, there's a running theory in the Bigfoot Yeti community. You have my attention. That Bigfoot is actually a Bigfoot slash Yeti. They're pretty much the same creature. One's brown, one's white. Same thing. Um, that they're agents of extraterrestrial aliens. Oh, they're the scouts. I heard about this. Yes. Yes, I've heard about this. Continue. Yes. So, those orange orbs you spoke of before, the spheres. Yeah. Who's to say that they're not visitors from beyond that came down, dropped off a Yeti, and you know, Yeti is a mysterious, mysterious, mysterious creature. It doesn't necessarily have to leave footprints. Doesn't have to do anything, any of that. You know what I mean? That's true. If it's an alien, they may work on different physics than we do. I can get my mind around that. What if they drop them down, and he comes across this camp here, and he's just like, you know what? Let's see what happens, and stirs up some shit, and these hikers that are in these tents. Are like, there's a fucking Getty. Let Getty? Me, did I say Getty? Getty images? Well, let's, sure. Let's go with Yeti. Uh, there's a fucking Yeti. They get their knives. They're panicking at this point. I don't know about you, but if I if I heard a Yeti screaming. Oh, I'm cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> Last time I, I heard ain't. a Yeti scream, I was fine. Well, that's a different episode. Either way, I'm, your, I'm ripping out a knife. I'm ripping out of that freaking tent and running. And if there's only one Yeti, they can only follow one group or one... Uh, I thought they were a supreme being, so they can... Can they split Well, you think themselves? they just split into... I mean, who's to say that they can't? Right. They might be able to. Right. But let's just assume that they can't That's do my that. problem with this theory. Let's assume that they can't. So they can only follow one group at a time. They rile up shit. People go running. He sits back and just kind of chills and says what we're going to do. That leaves enough time for that one group of two guys to go and uh, build a fire and try to huddle up and be warm and be safe for the night. Sure. Yeti rolls up on these motherfuckers and was like, what's up, motherfuckers? 
these guys go running up the tree because they're scared because there's a goddamn Yeti. Sure, sure, sure. The Yeti's just sitting there toying with them, banging on the tree and shit like that. And these guys are scrambling up the top of the tree. Tree branches are falling off, doing things like that. They fall down. He does his Yeti magic and kills them. Or he just knocks them out and lets them die of hypothermia on their own. But there's no external damage. He's Yeti. He's Yeti, so he just like... But, like, what... what he does he, the fucking... I mean... Uh, what's that guy? The Avengers guy that does the snap thing. Oh, Thanos? Yeah. He just Thanoses him? Yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what happens. I think he's a little bit more aggressive and he bonks him. You heard I mean, me here first. Thanos is a Yeti. Big old purple Yeti. But, I mean... They've been there for a couple of weeks before they were found, so bruises could have subsided. They could have just knocked them on the head, knocked them out, and let them die of hypothermia. They're only by a fire in their underwear. They're going to die. I don't care if the fire's huge. You're going to die. Okay. Then he makes his way up towards where the other people are. The other people that made their way back to the camp, they just froze. They died on their own. He let them be. The other four with the chick with the... The the clothes on and stuff like that with the fur hat, all that good fun stuff with mm-hmm. her tongue missing and stuff like that. Yeah. The ones that were found with skull fractures, mm-hmm. chest fractures, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeti's a strong motherfucker. For what, Agreed. For what we know. We know that. It's a big son of a bitch. They had internal damage. This guy was just having fun. He was like, I already roasted those two dudes over there. Not roasted. I froze those two dudes over there. Just bonked this sucker in the head and bear hugged this son of a bitch. They're dead. I'm going to rip this lady's tongue out. Because I'm a Yeti and that's what we do. And that's it. He took him back as samples. Okay. The aliens needed some sort of... To that, to that I say, it's a military cover-up. I just... I just laid everything out for you. You you laid out all the facts. All these are hard hitting <laughs> facts. You got everybody to the knows this. On that one, Kyle. Dude, because who's to say that's not what happened? Ain't nobody I was there. I fucking hate that. Ain't nobody. They're all dead. You, well, no one can neither confirm nor deny that a yeti even fucking exists. But I can confirm. But if and the not yeti deny and that the KGB exists. I don't give a fuck about the KGB. If the Yeti... They're going to get you. Fuck them. If the Yeti... Putin, Chris has nothing to do with this. Come after me. Come after Kyle. You, if, heard, it. you heard it from me. No, his. I'm Chris. No, no, no. I'm Chris. No. If the Yeti, like we established in the beginning, is hard-hitting facts. If the Yeti and Bigfoot come down from UFOs and they're probes for these guys, they're they're a subservient species to. Is that these... like predator versus alien? Yep. If they're a subservient species to these these fellas, they would just pop them in and out when they need to observe stuff. That's why they're not found. But if they if they're popping the Yeti in and out, then why won't they just observe it from their fucking spaceship? Because they got other things to do. They got space stuff to do. They, These I are, just dropped you Yeah, it's just slave species. They just hear, report back to me with what you got. I got to go create nuclear fusion here to power our city. We're getting so sidetracked on this Yeti thing, man. Nine people uh, are dead, and that's what we the need Yeti to The Yeti killed them on. all. All right, go with your stupid KGB theory. All right, so 
If you believe otherwise, then a military cover-up, you're a fucking sheep, and it, that's all What I just it. explained is the most non-sheepy shut, thing. Shut up. Good lord. Um, there's records of parachute mines being tested by the Russian military in the area around the time the hikers were there. And what parachute mines are is they're mines that are dropped down from like a plane. And they detonate about a meter or two before they hit the ground. And what they're kind of like a concussion grenade where they'll produce pretty much similar damage to uh, what's experienced by the hikers. So it'd be heavy internal damage with very little external trauma. So the glowing orbs that were reported earlier around this time were caused by these parachute But don't you think the KGB had parachute mines something to drop down in their testing or whatever it is don't you think they wouldn't be lit up and it's like here's our mines but they're parachute like they also they're testing them maybe they need to track where they're going you just find the parachutes yeah okay in the fucking snow kyle make the parachutes black no like what happened is they hear a couple of the parachute mines detonate. They run out of their tents, freaked out, and then three of them get blasted by one parachute grenade. Those, those are those dead. popsicle motherfuckers. And the rest of them are all freaked out, and they ran hella far to get away from the area where the parachute mines were detonating. And then later, when they find all the bodies, like the military's like, fuck, we gotta sweep this under the rug. Like, we messed up. There were people hiking here, and we didn't even know. I don't know. Doesn't that seem like a little I'm, uh easier I, to swallow than a yeti surveying I don't uh, subscribe for... to Occam's razor. Okay. <laughs> uh, why I, not? Cuz life's because, complicated and it's not that simple. Of course. Of, co- oh, of yes, course. Of course. But come on. Everything that well I mean, I don't know what the Russian military does, but everything that our military does, let's say Area 51 or whatever it is. It's all in the newspaper. That's Nobody covers anything up. Yeah, sure. That's trying to, they're experimenting with technologies that aren't made to the public. Right. They do it covertly. No lights on these fucking things. They're just, they're out there. You know what I mean? They're not going to light them up like a pumpkin just falling from the sky that blows up. Why would the hell would you do that? Because you're in Soviet Russia where everything's remote. Everything can blow up. It's a remote location. So that you're testing, you're like, who gives a fuck? What it's a known hiking is? trail. Also, it's the KGB. Like, if you saw it, they're just going to kill you anyway. It's a, it's a known hiking trail. It's not going to be that remote. It is That's remote. That's a, a Category 3 most difficult. These Level 2 hikers were trying to get their Level 3 certification. And, and you these, know what? You're saying these Russian bastards just blew them up because they're like, ah, fuck no, it. Look, they, they, they dropped their minds in that area because the goal of the hikers was to get over the pass. And they fucked up and deviated west. And that's on them. I'm sorry. So you're saying. be on this one. <laughs> All right. So you're saying the parachute mines were part of the level three certification. You got to no, dodge no, them not, bitches no. to get level three. I'm not saying that they're part of the level three certification. I'm merely stating that 
if they don't deviate west, like if the weather's well enough for them to keep on their path, they don't die. So there shouldn't have been people there. Is what or, or like you, Captain Hindsight, if they went down yeah, the mountain down to the, the forest, the they would have been fine also. But they fucked up and got caught in the middle of these Dummies. concussion Dummies. grenade shits. Level one mistakes. Then that's what happened. Bless you. Nah. Aliens. You mean Yetis? Bigfoot. They're tied in. Aliens, Bigfoot, it's the same thing. And you just sent yeah. down Gus's kids? Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. It's okay. Gus, your kid's a big feet. Goody goo goo, Gus. <laughs> That's it. They sent them down. They came out with a fish in their mouth and said, Goody goo goo. All right, listen, that's it. Goody goo goo.